Live from historic downtown Carlisle, Pennsylvania, home of founding father James Wilson, 19th century hymn writer George Duffield, 19th century gospel minister George Norcross, and sports legend Jim Thorpe. It's Iron Sharpens Iron. This is a radio platform in which pastors, Christian scholars, and theologians address the burning issues facing the church and the world today. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 17 tells us iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Matthew Henry said that in this passage, we are cautioned to take heed with whom we converse and directed to have in view in conversation to make one another wiser and better. It is our hope that this goal will be accomplished over the next two hours, and we hope to hear from you, the listener, with your own questions. And now here's your host, Chris Arnson. Good afternoon, Cumberland County, Pennsylvania, Lake City, Florida, and the rest of humanity living on the planet Earth who are listening via live streaming at ironsharpensironradio.com. This is Chris Arnzen, your host of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio, wishing you all a happy Friday on this third day of March 2023. I am thrilled to have as a first-time guest today the son of someone that I recently interviewed. Some of you may know that uh, not long ago I interviewed Gavin Peacock, who is a former... UK footballer, otherwise known in the United States as a soccer player, professional soccer player. And uh, Gavin Peacock is currently pastoring in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And uh, he uh, began to mention his son during that interview, his son Jake, uh, who overcame the challenges of having one arm and in spite of that very serious challenge, uh, became a martial arts champion. And uh, when I heard uh, Gavin describe this, I immediately said to Gavin on the air, we've got to get your son on this program. And he was just as excited over that prospect as I was. And when I contacted Jake, he was equally as excited and graciously accepted my invitation. Uh, So I'm thrilled to have on the program Jake Peacock, who is a martial arts champion, owner of Dunamis Martial Arts in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And it's my honor and privilege to welcome you for the very first time ever to Iron Trip and Zion Radio, Jake Peacock. Thanks a lot for having me on, Chris. I'm looking forward to it. And did I pronounce your martial arts school correctly? Is it Dunamis or Dunamis or how do you pronounce that? Dunamis, but uh, I think the proper pronunciation is actually Dunamis. Okay, and what does that mean, actually? Uh, the, the Greek words used in the Bible to describe God's power. So, uh, words like uh, strength, power, and ability would be used to uh, describe that. Oh, praise God. I'm glad that you affiliated something as important as that with the name of your school. Well, before we go into your own background and your testimony, uh, tell us about this school. What is the specific kind of martial arts you teach there? Or maybe there are multiple kinds. Uh, And uh, tell us uh, about the other details. Yeah, we have a few different kinds of martial arts we teach there. We teach Muay Thai and boxing. So the striking aspects of... uh, 
Um, we run kids programs, adult programs. Uh, we we have every, every kind of person come through those doors, and uh, I've decided to open up this gym uh, as a place uh, um, to build a community and to also teach a skill set that uh, I think is very much day and age and uh, a great skill set to have anyway keep keep you active and perhaps this is just a guess but maybe if you move back a little bit further away from your screen because for some reason you're breaking up sometimes i have no idea why usually that doesn't happen with microsoft teams but uh perhaps that will be helpful uh well if anybody is uh, either lives in calgary alberta canada or you're passing through and you need to go to a gym, uh, contact uh, Dunamis Martial Arts. That's D-U-N-A-M-I-S martialarts.com, dunamismartialarts.com. And uh, one uh, person that should be familiar to many of our listeners who actually trained with Jake at that gym uh, was the world-renowned Vody Balcom. And in fact, on my Facebook publicity for this interview, I posted a photograph of Vody and Jake training together. That must have been uh, quite an honor for you, uh, Jake. That was a great time, yeah. Vody, uh, Vody hits like a truck as well. I took a beat in that day. <laughs> well, I, I have a feeling he thought it was a great honor for him uh, to be at your uh, gym <clears throat> and... Uh, if uh, he ever shows up again, make sure you urge him to return as a guest on Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. It's been very difficult to get Vody back on the program due to his very hectic schedule. Uh, so we're always looking for opportunities to have him back on the broadcast. He's one of the most important evangelists and authors in the 21st century, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I'm going to give right away our email address to our listeners if they have any questions whether they be on Jake's specific testimony, whether they be on a Christian response to martial arts in general, uh, or whatever you may want to ask, uh, a question that may be provoked by something that we say during this interview. Our email address is chrisarnzen at gmail.com, C-H-R-I-S-A-R-N-Z-E-N at gmail.com. As always, give us your first name at least, your city and state, and your country of residence. If you live outside of the USA, only remain anonymous if your question involves a personal and private matter. Uh, well, uh, Jake, uh, let's start our story uh, with your childhood, the household in which you were raised. Uh, I know your dad is a Christian, but I'm not sure. Uh, I, I can't remember from the, the time that I interviewed him when he actually came to Christ in relevance to the time you came into this world <laughs> as a child. So tell us the kind of atmosphere in which you were raised and so on. Yeah, for sure. Um, my dad uh, came to Christ at 18 years old, so before before I was born. Um, and I grew up in a very loving home. My Both my parents were Christians, um, and I was raised with a lot of love, and I had a great childhood, um, me and my sister. Um, and I w went to church and I knew, knew about God and would hear God uh, talked about in the house and at church. But uh, I never really took uh, 
took that faith as my own till I was a, a little older. Uh, I was in Christ, maybe maybe close to nineteen, um, and I went to a Christian university. I graduated high school, went to a Christian university, and uh, met obviously a lot of Christians at that time, and uh, began to be influenced by them. Reading my Bible, uh, more time in prayer, and uh, it came to a, a place in my life where I, I realized my need for a savior. I realized that I'm trying to hold on to, to certain reins in my life and still trying to be uh, my own God to, to some extent, and uh, I needed to give that all up and uh, give give the full control to God. And when I did that, it was absolutely freeing for me. And ever since I've been walking with Christ, ups and downs along the way, but uh, uh, still a, a strong uh, Christian, and, and that's shaped my life thus far. Praise God. And can you tell us about some of the anchors, the negative anchors, Satan's anchors, that were at one point in your youth uh, preventing you from realizing that you needed to repent and to fall to your knees, cry out to Christ for grace and mercy and forgiveness and salvation. Uh, what were those things in this life that perhaps you were unwilling to give up or that were troubling you about the faith, things perhaps you didn't believe, etc.? Sure, yeah. I, I think obviously the, the root of it was my pride. Um, and I really struggled with my identity and uh, this brings me into, you know, martial arts. At the time, I was competing as an amateur athlete, and uh, I got a lot of praise for that. And, uh, you know, I, I got interviews, and people knew I was this martial artist. Um, and so I took my identity from from myself as a martial artist and, and how people viewed me as winning um, and as being this uh, kid with one hand that was doing really well in a, in a combat sport. Um, so I, I struck my, my identity and, and finding that in anything but God. Um, and when I realized this and it was by the grace of, I did realize this. Um, I realized that I needed to repent. Of, uh, I uh, take a break from martial arts as a whole. So I actually stepped away from, from this couple years, um, and when I came back to the sport, I, I had a right relationship with God. I'd repented of uh, of my sin and finding my identity outside of God. And I mean, I, I would say that I'm a I'm a better martial artist now than I ever was because uh, I find my true joy and happiness and 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 contentment in Christ. Amen. And I have a suggestion for you. Perhaps turn your camera off since we only need audio. I turned mine off because that may be the cause that you occasionally break up. Uh, and I want our listeners to hear every single word from your mouth. Uh, let's even go back further in your life and uh, tell us how it came to be that you had one arm. Yeah, sure. Um, I think the uh, am an amniotic band uh, got wrapped around my arm and uh, it just stopped it from growing. My parents didn't even know because back they only had one ultrasound, and I was lying on my my time of the ultrasound, so they couldn't tell that uh, that this had happened. So it was quite a shock to my parents and the rest of my family, and 
the nurses and doctors in the um, I've never known any different. I think that's been a, a big help to me. Uh, I think it's a, a lot different someone that's born with uh, all their limbs and then loses one later on in life. That can be really challenging, but uh, never found anything I couldn't do and always always found a way to, to do something that I needed to do. Now, uh, people react differently when they are faced with serious, severe, enormous obstacles. Uh, sometimes, uh, I'm sure, uh, especially when it comes to someone having a disability as serious as missing a limb, they are not going to be overly enthusiastic about being involved in any activity where they may embarrass themselves, uh, they may shy away from uh, sports in particular, uh, or, right. or any other kind of activity. In fact, there are many people who, out of the fear of humiliating themselves, uh, they wouldn't be involved in an athletic uh, event uh, or competition of any kind, uh, even if they're their hesitancy doesn't involve anything as serious as you uh, faced. Uh, it may be that they are just not very coordinated because they haven't really trained themselves even by uh, playing sports when they were kids, and and they, they just shy away from that whole arena of things uh, because they would rather play it safe and just watch the events then participate in them and get uh, embarrassed. Uh, but what was your approach to this? I, I remember there was a point when I was interviewing your dad, Gavin, uh, since he was a professional soccer player, uh, that he tried to get you involved in that for a while, but that failed, and somehow you wound up moving on to the martial arts. So tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, I was always into sports uh, throughout my childhood. I played various different sports. So you I were never football. you were never intimidated by this enormous disability that you had. Yeah, you know what? I think uh, I think I I have been blessed uh, a go getter and uh, mentality. Always attacked things. I never shied away from from anything, and uh, I think that's that's just a blessing from God. Do struggle with uh, you know uh, missing a limb or sort of handicap, and they don't want to put themselves the sports setting. I never had that issue. Played lots of different sports, um, and my mum decided to put me in my one day at seven years old. Uh, just took took it from there. Really, I loved the sport and uh, just uh, really had a great time doing it, and then just progressed from there. Praise God. And uh, there have been others, uh, even in professional sports, uh, baseball and uh, football, who uh, did uh, achieve a relative amount of success, even competing with one limb missing. Uh, so uh, it uh, is interesting that you uh, boldly took upon yourself the challenge of, of not only enjoying being involved in sports, but excelling in them in spite of this missing limb. And uh, as far as the the uh, par participating and joining uh, 
the martial arts realm. Was this something that your dad, Gavin, was at all familiar with? And how did you become familiar with it, other than perhaps movies or some other way? And uh, tell us about your whole attitude towards that, because there are different attitudes, as you probably are aware, amongst Christians when it comes to something like martial arts, when it comes to even boxing, uh, when it uh, comes to kickboxing and and things that are clearly uh, defined as contact sports, where the goal in some way uh, is at times, not in all contact sports, but at times there there is a clear intention that you're going to in some way harm another person. You're not uh, intentionally trying to do them serious harm or permanent harm, but enough harm in the event itself, during the event, where you would have a clear advantage and win. But tell us about that whole realm of your attraction to martial arts and how you got involved in it. Yeah, for sure. Um, When I was young, obviously I'm watching Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and so there's a lot of martial arts in that, and uh, I was always uh, attracted to that. Uh, My dad watch boxing uh from time to time so that's all that they had uh experience with my mum and dad decided to put a touch contact uh sport at the time and uh that was my first that was my first real uh with any martial art i have had people you know questions with people in the past christians and non-christians uh, about what uh, what I think about contact sports, what I think about combat sports in particular, when the the objective is to 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 fight somebody else and and to come out on top. Um, <clears throat> and I always tell people that um, you know, as long as I'm competing within the rules of the sport uh, and I'm giving glory to God uh, by doing that, that uh, I mean my opponent no harm. Um, we're going to compete to our fullest and, and our hardest against each other. And on the night, may the best man win. But again, there's no there's no anger involved. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Uh, martial arts uh, teach self-discipline. Uh, they teach you to be in control of your emotions. So um, there should be no over-aggressive behavior or, uh, you know, anger in your heart when you are competing against so I think if you're competing like that in any combat sport, um, I don't have any conviction uh, on the contrary to that. Well, it's interesting. Uh, there are even some Christians, it's probably a small minority, as actually being a, a, a Bible-believing evangelical Christian, you would likely be a small minority in whatever endeavor you participate in in the secular realm as a career or as a hobby. Uh, but there are even Christians involved in the mixed martial arts. Uh, there, there seems to be an obvious uh, intention and purpose during those events to, and as I said before, not to permanently injure somebody, but you're trying to hurt them in some level, uh, incapacitate them and so on, uh, and what is your view of that, and how similar is the martial arts 
in which you are participating to that? Yeah, I mean, to, to be honest, the, the, the sport I'm in, Muay Thai, um, you know, you, you fight a five-round fight and you either win by unanimous decision, so racking up points uh, by scoring techniques on your opponent, or you can win by knockdown or knockout. Um, so the, the fact of the sport is, yeah, there is, there is a high degree of contact, um, but again, I'm never trying to, I never have in my mind that I'm going out there to, to hurt my opponent. Um, we both agree to the rules of the sport. We both agree to, to, to and, uh, we're going to both do our best and respect each other and, uh, just pray and hope that no one gets severely injured, obviously. And we're going to go to our first break right now, and I have a request from you, brother. If you could log out of Microsoft Teams and then, then log back in, maybe that will improve the sound quality because it, most of the time it's absolutely fine, but there are times when you cut out, and I'm so fascinated by your story. I don't want anybody to miss a single word of it. So maybe I can do that right Great. And uh, if anybody has any questions, our email address is chrisarnson at gmail.com, chrisarnson at gmail.com. Give us your first name at least, your city and state of residence, and your country of residence if you live outside of the USA. Uh, please only remain anonymous if your question involves a personal and private matter. Don't go away. We're going to be right back right after these messages. James White of Alpha Omega Ministries here. I'm very excited to announce that my longtime friend Chris Arnson of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio and I are heading down to Atlanta, Georgia again for the G3 National Conference. That's Thursday, September 21st through Saturday the 23rd on a theme that I have been preaching, teaching, writing about, and defending in live public debates for most of my life, the sovereignty of God. I'll be joined on the speaking roster by Steve Lawson, Vody Balcom, Paul Washer, Virgil Walker, Scott Annual, and Josh Bice, founder of G3 Ministries. And there's more great news. Chris Arnson of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio can get you a 30% discount off the registration fee. Go to g3min.org, that's g3min.org, and enter promo code G3ISIR. That's G3ISIR for the 30% discount. Chris Arnson and I look forward to seeing you all Thursday, September 21st through Saturday the 23rd for the G3 National Conference in Atlanta, Georgia on the Sovereignty of God. Make sure you stop by the Iron Sharpens Iron radio exhibitor booth and say hi to Chris Arnson while you're there. Go to g3min.org and enter promo code G3ISIR for your 30% discount off the registration fee. President of the SecureCom Group and an enthusiastic supporter of Chris Arnson's Iron Sharpens Iron radio program. The SecureCom Group provides the highest level of security 
with closed-circuit television, access control, and communication systems for Manhattan's top residential buildings, as well as churches, commercial properties, municipalities, and more. We custom install exactly what you need to protect yourself, including digital recording, off-site viewing, and connectivity from most smart devices. From simple code-activated systems to the latest technology using facial recognition, the SecureCom Group has it. We also provide the latest in intercom and IP telephone systems. In addition, we provide superior networking platforms. We'll create, maintain, and secure your local network. Whether it's a Wi-Fi or hardwire network, we'll implement the latest secured firewall, endpoint solutions, and cloud backup. I would love to have the honor and privilege of helping protect the lives and property of Iron Sharpens Iron radio listeners and their associates. For more details on how the SecureCom Group may be of service to you with the very latest in security innovations, call 718-353-3355. That's 718-353-3355. Or visit securecomgroup.com. That's securecomgroup.com. This is Brian McLaughlin of the SecureCom Group, joining Chris Arnzen's family of advertisers to keep Iron Sharpens Iron Radio on the air. Puritan Reformed is a Bible-believing, kingdom-building, devil-fighting church. We are devoted to upholding the apostolic doctrine and practice preserved in Scripture alone. Puritan Reformed teaches men to rule and lead as image-bearing prophets, priests, and kings. We teach families to worship together as families. Puritan is committed to teaching the whole counsel of God so that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of God as the waters cover the sea. We sing the Psalms, teach the law, proclaim the gospel, make disciples, maintain discipline, and exalt Christ. This is Pastor David Reese of Puritan Reformed in Phoenix, Arizona. Join us in the glorious cause of advancing Christ's crown and covenant over the kings of the earth. Puritan Reformed Church. Believe. Build. Fight. PuritanPHX.com The Prince of Preachers, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, once said, Growing a beard is a habit most natural, scriptural, manly, and beneficial. Grace and peace to all the Iron Sharpens Iron listeners. This is Tony with TheStandardBeardCare.com. Try it, TheStandardBeardCare.com is a Christ-exalting, better-known and simple name in beard care. So if you have a beard, know a guy with a beard, or ladies, if you're married to a man with a beard, head over to TheStandardBeardCare.com. Check out the vast array of all-natural, handcrafted products to make that beard scriptural, manly, and beneficial. And when you do so, you will help to support Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. When you use the promo code IRON at checkout, you will receive free shipping to anywhere in the lower 48, and 10% of your donations will go back to Chris Arnson and Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. So head over to the standardbeardcare.com, where the standard is the standard. I'm Dr. Joseph Piper, President Emeritus and Professor of Systematic and Applied Theology at Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary. Every Christian who's serious about the Reformed faith and the Westminster Standards 
should have and use the eight-volume commentary on the theology and ethics of the Westminster Larger Catechism titled Authentic Christianity by Dr. Joseph Moorcraft. It is much more than an exposition of the Larger Catechism. It is a thoroughly researched work that utilizes biblical exegesis as well as historical and systematic theology. Dr. Moorcraft is pastor of Heritage Presbyterian Church of Cumming, Georgia, and I urge everyone looking for a biblically faithful church in that area to visit that fine congregation. For details on the eight-volume commentary, go to westminstercommentary.com, westminstercommentary.com. For details on Heritage Presbyterian Church of Cumming, Georgia, visit heritagepresbyterianchurch.com, heritagepresbyterianchurch.com. Please tell Dr. Moorcraft and the saints at Heritage Presbyterian Church of Cumming, Georgia, that Dr. Joseph Piper of Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary sent you. Sharpens Iron Radio first launched in 2005. The publishers of the New American Standard Bible were among my very first sponsors. It gives me joy knowing that many scholars and pastors in the Iron Sharpens Iron Radio audience have been sticking with or switching to the NASB. This is Daryl Bernard Harrison, co-host of the Just Thinking Podcast, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Tom Buck. A First Baptist Church of Lindell, Texas, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Kent Keller of Faith Bible Church in Sharpsburg, Georgia, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Andrew Rappaport, the founder and executive director at Striving for Eternity Ministries, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Mark Romaldi, pastor of Sovereign Grace Church of Greenbrier, Tennessee, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Christopher Cookston, pastor of Prineville Community Church in Prineville, Oregon, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Matt Tarr, pastor of High Point Baptist Church in Larksville, Pennsylvania, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. Here's a great way for your church to help keep Iron Sharpens Iron Radio on the air. Pastors, are your pew Bibles tattered and falling apart? Consider restocking your pews with the NASB. And tell the publishers you heard about them from Chris Arnzen on Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. Go to nasbible.com. That's nasbible.com to place your order. Hello, my name is Anthony Uvinio, and I'm one of the pastors at Hope Reform Baptist Church in Quorum, New York, and also the host of the ReformRookie.com website. I want you to know that if you enjoy listening to the Iron Sharpens Iron radio show like I do, you can now find it on the Apple's iTunes app by typing Iron Sharpens Iron Radio in the search bar. You no longer have to worry about missing a show or a special guest because you're in your car or still at work. Just subscribe on the iTunes app and listen to the Iron Sharpens Iron radio show at any time, day or night. Please be sure to also give it a good review and pass it along to anyone who would benefit from the teaching and the many solidly reformed guests that Chris Arnzen has on the show. Truth is so hard to come by these days, so don't waste your time with fluff or fake news. Subscribe to the Iron Sharpens Iron Radio podcast right now. And while you're at it, you can also sign up for the ReformRookie.com podcast, 
and visit our website and the YouTube page. We are dedicated to teaching Christian theology from a Reformed Baptist perspective to beginners in the faith as well as seasoned believers. From Keech's Catechism and the Doctrines of Grace to the Olivet Discourse and the Book of Leviticus, the Reformed Rookie Podcast and YouTube channel is sure to have something to offer everyone seeking biblical truth. And finally, if you're looking to worship in a Reformed church that holds to the 1689 London Baptist Confession of Faith, please join us at Hope Reformed Baptist Church in Coram, New York. Again, I'm Pastor Anthony Avenio, and thanks for listening. James White of Alpha Omega Ministries here. If you've watched my Dividing Line webcast often enough, you know I have a great love for getting Bibles and other documents vital to my ministry rebound to preserve and ensure their longevity. And besides that, they feel so good. I'm so delighted I discovered Post Tenebris Lux Bible Rebinding. No radio ad will be long enough to sing their praises sufficiently, but I'll give it a shot. Jeffrey Rice of Post Tenebris Lux is a remarkably gifted craftsman and artisan. All his work is done by hand from the cutting to the pleating of corners to the perimeter stitching. Jeffrey uses the finest and buttery soft imported leathers in a wide variety of gorgeous colors like the turquoise goat skin tanned in Italy used for my Nessial in 28th edition with a navy blue goat skin inside liner and the electric blue goat skin from a French tannery used to rebind a Reformation study Bible I used as a gift. The silver gilding he added on the page edges has a stunning mirror finish resembling highly polished chrome. Jeffrey will customize your rebinding to your specifications and even emboss your logo into the leather, making whatever he rebinds a one-of-a-kind work of art. For more details on Post Tenebris Lux Bible Rebinding, go to ptlbiblerebinding.com. That's ptlbiblerebinding.com. Sharpens Iron Radio praise God for the generous monthly financial support of Royal Diadem Jewelers, educated by and affiliated with the American Gem Society, Jewelers of America, and the Gemological Institute of America. For the perfect custom-designed engagement ring or any one-of-a-kind piece of jewelry created exactly according to your imagination and specifications, Royal Diadem Jewelers has you covered. No matter where you live in the world, Royal Diadem will walk you step-by-step through every stage of the process and even hold a high-tech internet virtual visit using state-of-the-art jewelry design technology to serve you. They start by listening carefully to determine your needs. They're interested in making what you want, not what they want to sell you. From rough design to digital model, to photorealistic image, to wax prototype model, to the finished product, they're continually listening to your input, likes and dislikes, making any changes necessary along the way. This will ensure that your custom jewellery will turn out exactly as you dreamed and well beyond your expectations. Visit royaldiadem.com. That's royaldiadem.com today. Sterling Vanderwerker, owner of Royal Diadem Jewellers, his wife Bronnie, his business partner and manager Brian Wilson, and the entire family thank you all for listening to, praying for, 
and supporting the work of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. And don't forget, folks, please, if you have any intention on purchasing a piece of jewelry for yourself or someone you you love, or even having a custom-designed piece of jewelry created, like an engagement ring, like turning your church logo, your parachurch ministry logo, your denomination logo, your seminary logo into a piece of jewelry, perhaps like a pendant for a necklace or a ring, or perhaps someone who knows and loves my guest, Jake Peacock, uh, wants to take the uh, logo for Dunamis Martial Arts and turn it into a piece of jewelry as a gift for Jake. Well, whatever the case may be, whatever the whatever you can conjure up through your imagination and creativity that you want turned into a physical piece of jewelry, royaldiadem.com are the masters at it. And uh, for a limited time, we don't know when they're going to pull the plug on this, but they are giving us 100% of the profits from any sale to an Iron Sharpens Iron Radio listener who mentions Chris Arnson of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio when making a purchase of $200 or more. So please, if you have any intention on purchasing jewelry for yourself or others, as quickly as you can, go to royaldiadem.com, royaldiadem.com, and start the process of either purchasing a piece of jewelry or having something custom designed, and mention Chris Arnzen of Iron Trip and Zion Radio, so that we will still receive 100% of the profits. <clears throat> we are now back with Jake Peacock, our guest today, who is a one-armed martial arts champion owner of Dunamis Martial Arts in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and son of former UK footballer and pastor Gavin Peacock. We are addressing the theme, a one-armed martial artist overcomes the odds against him and excels in his sport. Uh, Jake, we do have a listener, uh, Cindy in Findlay, Ohio, who says, my children were all very athletic, so sports were a big deal in my family. My eldest son excelled at baseball and basketball. His only son, six years old, loves sports and was born blind in one eye. At this age, he plays, at this age, he plays basketball, soccer, and has recently begun wrestling. I imagine that as he wow. gets older, he will be much more limited in his interests. When he was born... And this news was presented to my son. I encouraged him to never look at him as a victim or instill in him that he is deficient. What advice or encouragement, either practical or spiritual, would you have for my son and grandson? Yeah, that's, a, that's an amazing story. And to be competing in uh, uh, playing in those sports, that's uh, that's amazing. And I think, uh, I think if the grandson st- sticks with it, uh, I think anything will be possible in any sport, uh, and there's lots of uh, there's a variety of different organisations that uh, specialise in, in in adaptive sports as well. But uh, that's great to hear. I think surround yourself with a good team, and uh, I'm not sure if your your son and grandson are, are believers, but if they are, at the end of the day, um, God can uh, God can open and close doors and. And your 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 grandson will find uh, opportunities as they come about. So that's that's really great to hear. We have CJ in Lindenhurst, Long Island, New York, who wants to know: Have you encountered other Christians in the martial arts field? 
Yes, I have, uh, mainly in the States, actually. When I have traveled to the States, uh, I've met uh, a few different uh, uh, believers in my sport, um, coaches and uh, and athletes, fighters themselves. Uh, and that's always an encouragement. And uh, you always have a, a special bond with, with those people. Uh, the martial arts community is small, so anybody that you do come across in your sport, uh, you feel pretty close with already, but even more so when they are a Christian. Uh, well, thank you for the excellent question, uh, brother CJ. Keep listening to Iron Sharpens Iron Radio and spreading the word in Lindenhurst, Long Island, and beyond. We have an anonymous listener <clears throat> who says... I have a friend who is a martial arts instructor who is a Christian. But one thing that troubles me greatly about his school is that he has on the premises Asian pagan artwork and statuary and even incorporates some of the phrases and postures that are inherent to certain Asian pagan religions. I was wondering what your approach to this is. Yeah, um, I've actually had a few people reach out to me over social media with this same question, uh, and that they've been Christians themselves, just starting out in the sport, and uh, uh, and they've had these these uh, concerns. And I think they're good concerns. And if you are having these concerns, I think they're right because uh, there are certain martial arts that are rooted in. In, uh, in in other religions, and there's a lot of Buddhism involved in in martial arts, um, and some of the spiritual aspects uh, can be quite strong in some gyms. As far as my gym goes, obviously I'm a, a Christian, I'm a uh, and I'm I'm very convicted about these things. So we've we stay well away from those uh, traditional aspects uh, that would be associated with with martial arts. Um, but I, I think it's very important to recognize uh, what those what those things might be and uh, to either distance yourself from them or eventually you might have to find a, a different gym that maybe doesn't practice those those things. Now, were any of those things inherent to the uh, martial art that you have excelled in, the specific martial art or... In other words, have you had to remove things that were traditionally a part of that art, or was there nothing that was offensive to God or Christianity that was even a part of your specific martial art to begin with? No, there for sure was. Um, you know, uh, Muay Thai is 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 from Thailand, and and Thailand is heavily Buddhist, so uh, the majority of Thai fighters you would see. Uh, it's called sealing the ring. So they will go around the ring and bow to each corner uh, in an attempt to, I, I think it's in an attempt to, to keep out evil spirits, as it were. Um, obviously, I, I take no part in that. And I think it's been quite a, a testimony to people to see me uh, when I get in the ring, I don't go to the four corners and bow. I just stand in my corner um, and the other fighter may do as he pleases and that has happened before where my opponent has uh you know done his thing around the the ring but i i stand there and um i don't take part in that has that become something that is fairly well known in uh about you in your industry and in your sport uh when people obviously must 
see that as a difference. They're watching this match, and they see you not participating in the bowing. Uh, so is that like something uh, where, where it's well known? Oh, Jake is a Christian, so he doesn't do that kind of thing. Yeah, I believe so. I believe it has become quite well known that I am a Christian. Um, obviously, I don't hide it, and I try my very best to uh, to be outspoken about my my faith in Christ and to use my fighting career as a platform to uh, to make Christ's name known. So um, people have noticed that. People have messaged me uh, after fights and, and been encouraged by what they've seen. So I'm, I'm thankful that I can be an encouragement in that way. Christopher in Western Suffolk County, Long Island, New York, says, I attended a martial arts match that my friend's daughter was involved in. She was a preteen, and I was surprised since my friend is a strong Christian and raises his children very strictly in the faith, and his daughter, who is involved in this match, is a professing Christian even as a young girl. But nonetheless, I was shocked when she was going about the motions of bowing here and there because that is what her school participates in. And the father fluffed it off as being trivial because he knew that she was not attaching any spiritual significance to those motions. Do you advise that Christians not allow their children to be involved in such schools and matches where they may be compelled to do these movements? Right. I can't speak to the exact uh, situation there um, because I do know that, you know, in, in some karate-based martial arts, you bow as a sign of respect to your opponent um, or, or to your coach or to the referee. Uh, and that's not a, a spiritual thing. That would be like, you know, shaking somebody's hand. So in, in that instance, if she was bowing out of re- in respect to her opponent, showing respect to her opponent or the referee, I don't think that that's an issue. Uh, if there's stuff that, you know, goes further and there's a lot of stuff even in, in the gym as they're practicing the, the sport um, and even extracurricular uh, stuff that they're being asked to do that seems spiritual, I think that's when you really have to be careful. But as far as that specific uh, situation, I uh, I couldn't be too sure on that one. But if it were not not the the form of uh, protocol or even <clears throat> just uh, common politeness, uh, if it was not involving that, where you are bowing to your opponent or your instructor in a way that is not evidencing idolatry. Uh, would you uh, encourage a Christian parent not to let their child be involved where they may be instructed that they have to be involved in idolatrous postures and motions? Yeah, if that's the case, then for sure you you have to find somewhere else. Um, and there are there are definitely options out there, right? Even in, within the same sport, within the same martial art, you you may come across another gym that doesn't do things uh, in that way uh, and doesn't have, you know, uh, idolatrous worship or, or, or spiritual practices. So uh, if you can, if you can find another gym, another, another sport that uh, doesn't do that, then great. If not, then that's just the, 
the cost of following Christ, right? Amen. And by the way, I forgot to mention, or forgot to ask you, uh, do you know or are you familiar with uh, Jeff Durbin, one of the pastors at Apologia Church in Phoenix, Arizona? Uh, no, but I was in Phoenix last year, so I wish I'd known him because I would have uh, swung by. Oh, he is a martial arts champion himself, and he uh, was involved. I can't remember which aspect. I've got to ask him uh, which aspect of the uh, the mutant ninja turtles or the ninja mutant turtles. Whatever, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever order those are in, I can't remember. <laughs> but the, the, you said that as a little kid, they were an influence uh, on you. Yes. Uh, he was... Uh, Donatello and Michelangelo, I believe, were the two names of the turtles that he actually was in costume somehow and, and something that was involving that very famous uh, uh, children's program and movies. And he was also a choreographer, a martial arts choreographer. Oh, that's incredible. That's and, he, incredible. and he is a Reformed Baptist pastor in Phoenix, Arizona now. Uh, along with uh, Dr. James R. White of Alpha and Omega Ministries and two other pastors, so I've got to get you guys hooked up. Uh, you get- oh yeah, you got to you got to con- connect me so I can say thanks for giving me some inspiration into my my career. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, as far as uh, the the uh, oh, I'm I'm getting a um, I'm getting a uh, email from a listener, the same listener that contacted us before Cindy in Finley, Ohio is saying that, that uh, Jeff Durbin was also in mortal combat. So I just wanted to, Oh, wow. Um, as far as your gym is concerned, um, how do you, if at all, evangelize those that train there and are students there, if that's the correct term, uh, is it something that's more obvious? Is it something where you say, Hey, if you'd ever like to visit my church, I'd like to tell you more about what really motivates me and what is the most meaningful thing in my entire life or that kind of thing. Or is there some more, more obvious and overt efforts to evangelize in your school? Yeah, it's a little bit of everything really. Um, you know, just in the, the overall presence in the gym uh, is different. You can tell there's a there's a difference to our gym than other boxing gyms or kickboxing gyms. The music we play, uh, there's no swearing, and you know what? Most of the members they actually catch on and they don't they don't talk uh, as they would outside of the gym. Um, uh, so that's great to see that it's kind of caught on a little bit. Um, but then we do. We also have a few members from our church that uh, are in the gym as well, and they've joined. So there's always conversation going around. We're inviting people uh, to our church, and uh, eventually, I'd like to start a, a Bible study at some point. Um, life's pretty uh, busy right now for me, but eventually, I would like to start. Cause there are a few Christians in our gym. I'd like to start a little Bible study that we can. Uh, invite members to uh, and hold it at the gym just a little casual thing maybe half hour once a week would be a really unique situation to have amen and is your gym uh basically 
uh, not only specifically to train people in martial arts, but also just for people who want to get in shape, stay healthy and that kind of thing? That's exactly it. It's for everyone. It's for someone that just wants to learn the technique, for someone that wants to get fit, um, and for people that want to compete. So it, it really it does attract all, uh, all people with all kinds of motives to get into the sport. Great. Well, we are going to our midway break right now. The midway break is always a bit longer than the other breaks in the show because Grace Life Radio, 90.1 FM in Lake City, Florida, who airs this program, uh, they are required by the FCC to localize Iron Sharpens Iron Radio and all of their programming geographically to Lake City, Florida. And they do that with their own public service announcements that they air during this midway break. Uh, we, on the other hand, simultaneously air our globally heard commercials. Please use this time wisely. Uh, try to write down as much of the contact information that our advertisers provide in their commercials so that you can more frequently and successfully respond uh, to our advertisers and reply to them. I hope that that will often mean that you purchase their products, use their services, support their parachurch organizations, and visit their churches. But when you cannot do any of those things, there's one thing that anybody can do who really loves this program. You could reply to our sponsors and simply thank them for sponsoring Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. And, of course, send in your questions to Jake Peacock, to chrisarnzen at gmail.com, c-h-r-i-s-a-r-n-z-e-n at gmail.com. Give us your first name, at least your city and state of residence and your country of residence if you live outside the USA. Don't go away. We're going to be right back with Jake Peacock right after these messages from our sponsors. James White of Alphamega Ministries here. I'm very excited to announce that my longtime friend Chris Arnson of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio and I are heading down to Atlanta, Georgia again for the G3 National Conference. That's Thursday, September 21st through Saturday the 23rd on a theme that I have been preaching, teaching, writing about, and defending in live public debates for most of my life, the sovereignty of God. I'll be joined on the speaking roster by Steve Lawson, Vody Balcom, Paul Washer, Virgil Walker, Scott Annual, and Josh Bice, founder of G3 Ministries. And there's more great news. Chris Arns and Iron Sharpens Iron Radio can get you a 30% discount off the registration fee. Go to g3min.org, that's g3min.org, and enter promo code G3ISIR. That's G3ISIR for the 30% discount. Chris Arns and I look forward to seeing you all Thursday, September 21st through Saturday the 23rd for the G3 National Conference in Atlanta, Georgia on the Sovereignty of God. Make sure you stop by the Iron Sharpens Iron Radio Exhibitor booth and say hi to Chris Arnzen while you're there. Go to g3min.org and enter promo code G3ISIR for your 30% discount off the registration fee.
It's such a blessing to hear from Iron Sharpens Iron radio listeners from all over the world. Here's Joe Riley, a listener in Ireland, who wants you to know about a guest on the show he really loves hearing interviewed, Dr. Joe Moorcraft. I'm Joe Riley, a faithful Iron Sharpens Iron radio listener here in Atai in County Kildare, Ireland, going back to 2005. One of my very favorite guests on Iron Sharpens Iron is Dr. Joe Moorcraft. If you've been blessed by Iron Sharpens Iron Radio, Dr. Moorcraft and Heritage Presbyterian Church of Cumming, Georgia, are largely to thank since they are one of the program's largest financial supporters. Heritage Presbyterian Church of Cumming is in Forsyth County, a part of the Atlanta metropolitan area. Heritage is a thoroughly biblical church, unwaveringly committed to Westminster standards, and Dr. Joe Moorcraft is the author of an eight-volume commentary on the larger catechism. Heritage is a member of the Hanover Presbytery, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, and tracing its roots and heritage back to the great Protestant Reformation of the 16th century. Heritage maintains and follows the biblical truth and principles proclaimed by the reformers, Scripture alone, grace alone, faith alone, Christ alone, and God's glory alone. Their primary goal is the worship of the triune God that continues in eternity. For more details on Heritage Presbyterian Church of Cumming, Georgia, visit heritagepresbyterianchurch.com. That's heritagepresbyterianchurch.com. Or call 678-954-7831. That's 678-954-7831. If you visit... Tell them Joe Riley, an Iron Sharpens Iron radio listener from a toy in County Kildare, Ireland, sent you. As host of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio, I frequently get requests from listeners for church recommendations. A church I've been strongly recommending as far back as the 1980s is Grace Covenant Baptist Church in Flemington, New Jersey, pastored by Alan Dunn. Grace Covenant Baptist Church believes it's God's prerogative to determine how He shall be worshipped and how He shall be represented in the world. They believe churches need to turn to the Bible to discover what to include in worship and how to worship God in spirit and truth. Grace Covenant Baptist Church endeavors to maintain a God-centered focus, reading, preaching, and hearing the Word of God, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, baptism, and communion are the scriptural elements of their corporate worship, performed with faith, joy, and sobriety. Discover more about Grace Covenant Baptist Church in Flemington, New Jersey at gcbcnj.squarespace.com. That's gcbcnj.squarespace.com. Or call them at 908-996-7654. That's 908-996-7654. Tell Pastor Dunn that you heard about Grace Covenant Baptist Church on Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. I'm Buzz Taylor. Chris Arnzen of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio has had a long-time partnership with our friends at CVBBS, which stands for Cumberland Valley Bible Book Service. 
They specialize in supplying Reformed and Puritan books and Bibles at discount prices that make them affordable for everyone. CVBBS has been a family-owned book service since 1987, operating out of Carlisle, Pennsylvania. They seek to bring you the best available Christian books and Bibles at the best possible prices. Unlike other book sites, they make no effort to provide every book that is available or popular because, frankly, much of what is being printed is not worth your time. That means you can get to the good stuff faster. It also means you don't have to worry about being assaulted by the pornographic, heretical, and otherwise faith-insulting materials promoted by the secular book vendors. Browse the pages at ease, shop at your leisure, and purchase with confidence at Cumberland Valley Bible Book Service. Order online at cvbbs.com. That's cvbbs.com. Or you can order by phone at 1-800-656-0231. That's 1-800-656-0231. Please let our friends at CVBBS know that you heard about them on Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. Pastor Bill Sasso, Grace Church at Franklin, here in the beautiful state of Tennessee. Our congregation is one of a growing number of churches who love and support Iron Sharpens Iron Radio financially. Grace Church at Franklin is an independent, autonomous body of believers which strives to clearly declare the whole counsel of God as revealed in Scripture through the person and work of our Lord Jesus Christ. And of course, the end for which we strive is the glory of God. If you live near Franklin, Tennessee, and Franklin is just south of Nashville, maybe 10 minutes, or you are visiting this area, or you have friends and loved ones nearby, we hope you will join us some Lord's Day in worshiping our God and Savior. Please feel free to contact me if you have more questions about Grace Church at Franklin. Our website is gracechurchatfranklin.org. That's gracechurchatfranklin.org. This is Pastor Bill Sasser wishing you all the richest blessings of our sovereign Lord, God, Savior, and King Jesus Christ today and always. Sharpens Iron Radio first launched in 2005, the publishers of the New American Standard Bible were among my very first sponsors. It gives me joy knowing that many scholars and pastors in the Iron Sharpens Iron Radio audience have been sticking with or switching to the NASB. I'm Dr. Joseph Piper, President and Professor of Systematic and Homiletical Theology at Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary in Taylor, South Carolina. And the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Chuck White at the First Trinity Lutheran Church in Tonawanda, New York, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Anthony Mathenia of Christ Church in Radford, Virginia, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Jesse Miller of Damascus Road Christian Church in Gardnerville, Nevada, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. 
I'm Pastor Bruce Bennett of Word of Truth Church in Farmingville, Long Island, New York. And the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Rodney Brown of Metro Bible Church in South Lake, Texas. And the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Jim Harrison of Red Mills Baptist Church in Mayapak Falls, New York. And the NASB is my Bible of choice. Here's a great way for your church to help keep Iron Sharpens Iron Radio on the air. Pastors, are your pew Bibles tattered and falling apart? Consider restocking your pews with the NASB. And tell the publishers you heard about them from Chris Arnzen on Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. Go to nasbible.com. That's nasbible.com to place your order. Getting a driver's license, running a cash register, flipping burgers, passing sixth grade. Do you know what they all have in common? They all require training, assessments, and certifications. But do you know what requires no training at all? Becoming a parent. My name is A.M. Brewster. I'm the president of Truth Love Parent and host of its award-winning podcast, I've been a biblical family counselor since the early 2000s, and what I've discovered is that the majority of Christian parents have never been biblically equipped to do the work of the ministry in their homes. That's why Truth Love Parent exists. We serve God by equipping dads and moms to be the ambassador parents God called and created them to be. We produce free parenting resources, train church leaders, and offer biblical counseling so that the next generation of dads and moms can use the scriptures to parent their children for life and godliness. Please visit us at truthloveparent.com. Today at thousands of community centers, high schools, middle schools, juvenile institutions, coffee shops, and local hangouts, Long Island Youth for Christ, staff and volunteers meet with young people who need Jesus. We are rural and urban, and we are always about the message of Jesus. Our mission is to have a noticeable spiritual impact on Long Island, New York, by engaging young people in the lifelong journey of following Christ. Long Island Youth for Christ has been a stalwart bedrock ministry since 1959. We have a world-class staff and a proven track record of bringing consistent love and encouragement to youths in need all over the country and around the world. Help honor our history by becoming a part of our future. Volunteer, donate, pray, or all of the above. For details, call Long Island Youth for Christ at 631-385-8333. That's 631-385-8333. Or visit liyfc.org. That's liyfc.org. James White of Alpha and Omega Ministries here. If you've watched my Dividing Line webcast often enough, you know I have a great love for getting Bibles and other documents vital to my ministry rebound to preserve and ensure their longevity. And besides that, they feel so good. I'm so delighted I discovered post-Tenebrous Lux Bible Rebinding. No radio ad will be long enough to sing their praises sufficiently, but I'll give it a shot. 
Jeffrey Rice of Post Tenebris Lux is a remarkably gifted craftsman and artisan. All his work is done by hand from the cutting to the pleating of corners to the perimeter stitching. Jeffrey uses the finest in buttery soft imported leathers in a wide variety of gorgeous colors like the turquoise goat skin tanned in Italy used for my Nessie All in 28th edition with a navy blue goat skin inside liner and the electric blue goat skin from a French tannery used to rebind a Reformation study Bible I used as a gift. The silver gilding he added on the page edges has a stunning mirror finish resembling highly polished chrome. Jeffrey will customize your rebinding to your specifications and even emboss your logo into the leather, making whatever he rebinds a one-of-a-kind work of art. For more details on Post Tenebris Lux Bible Rebinding, go to ptlbiblerebinding.com. That's ptlbiblerebinding.com. Charles Haddon Spurgeon once said, Give yourself unto reading. The man who never reads will never be read. He who never quotes will never be quoted. He who will not use the thoughts of other men's brains proves that he has no brains of his own. You need to read. Solid Ground Christian Books is a publisher and book distributor who takes these words of the Prince of Preachers to heart. The mission of Solid Ground Christian Books is to bring back treasures of the past to minister to Christians in the present and future and to publish new titles that address burning issues in the church and the world. Since its beginning in 2001, Solid Ground has been committed to publish God-centered, Christ-exalting books for all ages. We invite you to go treasure hunting at solid-ground-books.com. That's solid-ground-books.com and see what priceless literary gems from the past or present you can unearth from Solid Ground. Solid Ground Christian Books is honored to be a weekly sponsor of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. And please, folks, remember to make solid-ground-books.com your very first stop for all of your gift-giving needs. They bring back into print and also publish for the first time Nothing but the finest in Christian literature dating back to the Protestant Reformation and extending forward to our current day, including such present-day authors as Dr. James R. White of Alpha and Omega Ministries. And what better gift to give someone that you love and care about than something that will either enhance their life as a Christian and make them even further equipped to be ready to give an answer for the hope that lies within them, or might be used to lead a lost person to Christ as Christian literature that is Bible-saturated and gospel-soaked has done for centuries. Uh, So please go to solid-ground-books.com, purchase frequently, purchase generously, and always mention that you heard about them from Chris Arnzen of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. Before I return to my guest, one-armed martial artist uh, Jake Peacock and his story, Uh, we have a couple of very important announcements to make. First of all, folks, if you love this show and you don't want it to disappear from the airwaves, please go to ironsharpensironradio.com, click support, then click, click to donate now. You could donate instantly with a debit or credit card in that fashion. And if you prefer snail mail, sending in a physical check to a physical address, there will also be a physical address that appears on the screen when you click support at ironsharpensironradio.com. If you want to advertise with us, as long as whatever it is you desire to promote 
is compatible with what we believe. You don't have to believe identically with me, but you need to be promoting something that is at the very least compatible with what I believe. Then send me an email to chrisarnson at gmail.com and put advertising in the subject line. Uh, we also want to remind you that I never want anybody in my audience giving the church where you are a member less money than you're accustomed to giving that church every Lord's Day in order to give us a financial gift. In other words, never cut in to the finances that you have allotted for your Lord's Day giving to your own church. Never do that in order to bless us. And also, if you're really struggling to survive and make ends meet, I don't want to add to the mountain of unpaid bills on your kitchen table by you giving us a gift. Wait till you're more financially stable and back on your feet before you send us a financial gift. The two things that are very clear about finances in the Bible is that we are commanded to provide for our church and our family. Providing for Iron Sharp and Zion Radio is obviously not a command in the Bible. But if you love this show, you don't want it to disappear, and you have extra money above and beyond your ability to obey those two commands of providing for church and family, you have extra money collecting interest in the bank, you have extra money for uh, benevolent, recreational, and trivial purposes, please share some of that money with us. If you really love the show and don't want us to disappear, go to ironsharpensionradio.com, click support, then click, click to donate now. <clears throat> also, I am inviting all men in ministry leadership to the next Iron Sharpens Iron Radio Pastors Luncheon on Thursday, April 13th at the Church of the Living Christ in Lloydsville, Pennsylvania. My two guest speakers are Dr. William Webster, who is a Banner of Truth author, and Reverend David T. King, who is a Presbyterian pastor in Katy, Texas. And they have also both co-authored a massive, groundbreaking three-volume work together uh, called Holy Scripture, Ground and Pillar of Our Faith. And this is a free event. And not only is it free, and not only will you eat for free and hear the Word of God preached for free and fellowship for free, you will also receive a heavy sack of free brand new books donated by Christian publishers all over the United States and the United Kingdom, uh, which they have been doing ever since the 1990s when my precious late wife, Julie, first launched these pastor's luncheons. And uh, so... I don't know how you could turn that down as long as you can get to uh, Lloydsville, Pennsylvania uh, by plane, train, or automobile, and I hope many of you do, <clears throat> as many of you do every year. Uh, on top of that, the three days following the pastor's luncheon at a different church, Grace Bible Fellowship Church in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, I'm also arranging a free three-day Bible conference featuring those same two speakers, Dr. William Webster and Reverend David King, on the theme, The Gospel, Removed by Rome, Rescued by the Reformers, and Rejected by Modern Evangelicals. And that is uh, three days, uh, Friday the 15th, uh, I'm sorry, Friday the 14th of April, and Saturday the 15th of April, and Sunday the 16th of April at Grace Bible Fellowship Church in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, also free of charge. If you want more details or if you want to register for either or both of those events, send me an email to chrisarnson at gmail.com, chrisarnson at gmail.com. And last but not least, if you are not a member of a Christ-honoring, biblically faithful church, 
a theologically sound, doctrinally solid church, no matter where on the planet Earth you live, uh, I have extensive lists spanning the globe of biblically faithful churches, including the uh, church where my guest's father, Gavin Peacock, pastors in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And uh, so if uh, you need a church, please send me an email to chrisarnson at gmail.com and put I need a church in the subject line. I have helped many people in our audience in all parts of the planet Earth find churches, sometimes even within just a few minutes from where they live, and that may be you too if you are spiritually homeless, as it were, without a good, solid church home. chrisarnson at gmail.com and put I need a church in the subject line. That's also the email address where you can send a question to Jake Peacock. chrisarnson at gmail.com. Give us your first name at least, your city and state, and your country of residence. Uh, We have uh, an anonymous listener again uh, who wants to know, how do I encourage my son, who is a preteen, who is very discouraged because he is very non-gifted, at least in this point in his life, in any athletic endeavor that he attempts to participate in? That's a good question. Um, I think consistency is key. Uh, I think he has to keep working hard at it. Um, You know, there's lots of things in life that don't come uh, very naturally, uh, even for myself, but I've had to, you know, work hard to the glory of God and uh, uh, do my very best. And, and at the end of the day, that's all you can do. If you're doing your best and you're seeking to glorify God in what you do, whether you succeed or fail, ultimately you succeed in Christ. Amen. And uh, obviously, I'm sure you would agree that trying different sports that then the child is currently involved in uh, may eventually lead to finding the niche sport that he may even have inherent gifts in and doesn't even realize it. That's it, exactly. Uh, that's a, that's I, what I, happened with you. <laughs> that's exactly what happened with me, exactly. I, I've, I've literally played uh, nine different sports, and uh, I ended up, finding uh, karate and then Muay Thai, and uh, it took a while to get there, but here I am today and uh, love the sport, and I'm, I'm doing well at it. Well, praise God for that, and thank you, Anonymous. And by the way, Anonymous, if you are a first-time questioner, all the first-time questioners in the Iron Trip and Zion Radio audience receive a free New American Standard Bible. So let me know if indeed that is the case with you. And if so, provide your mailing address so that cvbbs.com, Cumberland Valley Bible Book Service, can ship out to you a free New American Standard Bible compliments of the publishers of the NASB. Well, I'd like you to continue on uh, more with your own story of maintaining a strong Christian reputation and identity uh, in a very dangerous activity. Yeah, sure. I, I could uh, just touch on something that uh, has been quite encouraging for people in the past. Uh, when I when I was a, a new convert, um, I still struggled with my 
with my sense of identity, where I took my identity from. And growing up with one hand, there was a lot of stigma around that and that I was made fun of at times. I was never severely bullied or anything like that. But but after you became a, a martial artist, you were only made fun of once by that individual. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the thing. Uh, I Because I became a martial artist, I think people respected me after that. And and then I, I started to take my identity from, from the wrong thing. I started to take my identity from... Uh, from my skill set as a martial artist and my wins, like I had said uh, previously uh, in this uh, interview here. Um, But, you know, to the point where I was so insecure about my arm, I would wear long sleeve shirts out of the house and I wouldn't wear a short sleeve shirt because I was, you know, too shy about my arm or, uh, you know, I'd get frustrated when people would stop and look and ask questions. So I think one of the, the, the biggest things for me and the, the biggest telltale signs that I I had come to Christ and I'd given him uh, all the, all control over my life was the fact that in an instant I felt secure and I felt, uh, I, I felt a sense of purpose and my identity wrapped up in Christ that I did not need to be self-conscious about my arm, uh, the way I looked or whether I win, uh, won or lost in, in the ring. Uh, and taking that two years away from the sport uh, helped me uh, uh, understand that, helped me to get right with God and to, to put all my trust in him and, and not God and something else. So I think that... If that can be an, an encouragement to you know kids in sport or even adults in sport, um, yeah, uh, do do everything uh, everything you do do to the glory of God. And uh, if it's taken away from that, if you're struggling uh, in any way, uh, taking your identity from from anything but God, then you need to uh, address that situation, repent, and uh, and get right with God because that's the the be all end all at the end of the day. BB in Cumberland County, Pennsylvania says, I believe I heard a baby crying in the background. I'm wondering if that means you eventually also found a wife and started a family. <laughs> good, good is, good is. I was trying to keep him quiet. <laughs> he's, uh, he's our son, uh, our son Charlie. My, me and my wife, Krista, I, I met Krista at university, actually, at the, the Christian university I attended. Um, and we got married, I think, eight years ago now. Um, and we actually have another one on the way any day now. She could go into labor wow. while I'm in this interview. Wow. Well, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Now, uh, forgive me if uh, this uh, question uh, sounds crass or rude, but I'm just curious when you met who was eventually to become your wife, was the fact that you were missing an arm any kind of a deterrent to her that she later shared to you? Or did you have to like win her over in spite of that obvious uh, disability that you had? And I don't even know that there obviously are different opinions, especially in this politically correct age uh, and woke age where you have to be careful about using certain phrases or you'll be blacklisted. But is it okay to say disability in your mind or hand, or handicap? And how did your wife, before she was your wife, respond to that obvious situation with you having uh, one arm missing? Yeah, for sure. Um, my wife, uh, she's a great woman, and uh, I 
I she she didn't really she didn't really see me any other way. She saw me for who I was uh, and never thought I couldn't do anything. She she was great from right from the beginning. I don't think she had any any uh, thoughts about my arm other than obviously noticing the the obvious. But outside of that, didn't uh, didn't affect anything really. Well, praise God for that. And uh, may uh, God raise up many, many, many more women and men who have that attitude towards a potential spouse, uh, that uh, especially that somebody's faith, if they are indeed Christians themselves, should be infinitely more important than anything else about that individual. <clears throat> and uh, so, so you said you've been married eight years. Uh, yeah. How, how well? It's, well, if your baby was crying, is, uh, is that your first child, and the second one's on the way? Because I was going to ask if any of your children have taken an interest in what you are doing. But obviously, if it's an infant, that wouldn't be the case. Uh, well, believe it or not, uh, our two-year-old. Yeah, that is our first child. But he's already uh, he's already throwing some punches and kicks. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, yeah, I'm assuming maybe even the baby in the womb is doing that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the baby's definitely kicking, that's for sure. Now, how young uh, do you recommend a child start to participate in a martial arts program? Um, at our gym, we say five years old. Uh, any younger than that, and the, the attention span just isn't there. Um, for a class setting at least, maybe for private training you can start a little younger. But uh, as far as like a, a group class, five years old onwards is a, is a great age to start, and I, I started at seven. Do you have any uh, anecdotes, stories about people who you met as a result of your martial arts experience who were led to Christ? Oh, let me think. And while you're thinking, while you're thinking, I'm going to give our email address to our listeners again. It's chrisarnzen at gmail.com, C-H-R-I-S-A-R-N-Z-E-N at gmail.com. As always, give us your first name at least, your city and state, and your country of residence. And let me add to that question, perhaps not coming to Christ, but at least interesting encounters. Maybe somebody who began openly... Uh, opposing you, rejecting your school because of your faith? Uh, I haven't necessarily had that, but uh, we have had people at the gym, um, someone that came to the gym many years ago. We opened five years ago, and they were with us for, the, I think, our second year, and then they moved uh, out of town. And I recently, actually, it was like two months ago, I got a message from him uh, saying that uh, he's been convicted of his sin and... Uh, uh, he knew I was a Christian because uh, we chatted briefly about it at times at the gym and that uh, he, he's, he's uh, become a Christian uh, and he's given his life to Christ and attending a church. So that was very encouraging. Um, we also have a lot of uh, Muslims in the gym, uh, lots. Wow. Like a, a high percent of our, our gym members are actually Muslim. Uh, so there's been some very great conversations that I've had with, uh, you know, three of them are, uh, are brothers and they're actually uh, my professional athletes. So I travel with them quite a bit. So I've had wow. a lot of uh, the chat with them. They're very open. 
to to chat with me. Um, but they are they've been raised uh, raised in Islam and uh, are very religious. So they are very religious and yet are open to conversations about Christianity with you. Very much so. I've, I've actually found that a lot of the uh, the Muslims at the gym uh, are quite open to to talking. Well, I, another person I've got to introduce you to, if you don't know him already, is one of the pastors alongside of Jeff Durbin at Apologia Church, Dr. James R. White of Alpha and Omega Ministries, who has debated many Muslims. In fact, he was the uh, only Christian to participate in a religious event in the largest mosque in the world, which is in South Africa, I believe. And um, he has also been involved in events, I believe, also in the largest mosque in the UK. And he has developed friendships with some of these men. It's not all about hostility, as one might think. There are Muslims out there who are very gracious, even in spite of serious differences, differences that even entail eternal life. Yeah. Uh, And Dr. White, in spite of his kind and gracious attitude to his Muslim opponents, he makes it very clear that without the blood of Christ, without trusting in his finished work and his resurrection and ascension, uh, that uh, you cannot uh, enter into eternal life. So he's, he doesn't candy coat these things when he's having yeah. debates and dialogues with Muslims. But uh, in spite of that, they, he has developed warm, very warm friendships. Amazing. Amazing. And, uh, well, as far as the community is concerned in Calgary, uh, what, if any, is the buzz around... Uh, did you say it was pronounced dunamis uh, martial yeah. arts? Dunamis Muay Thai, dunamis martial arts, yeah. yeah well, I mean, is there anything that you have heard about that people in the community notice that there's a difference about this school and that there is a a Christian base to it? Yeah, for sure. There's a, We've had quite a few comments from people that come come to our gym from other gyms uh believe it or not there's a lot of uh uh i want to say gossip and drama between gyms as there is in in any kind of business uh there's competition even churches <laughs> even, yeah sure even churches right so uh in any sphere of life there is that competition and and uh and hostility at times but uh we've very much made our gym a, a place where you work hard, uh, you keep your head down, you stay humble, and uh, and and try to build a very good community that uh, kind of just gets on with it. And we've had lots of people come in to our gym and and uh, and say that they've recognised that uh, that there's something different about the gym, and uh, you can read that on our Google reviews online. Actually, it's quite a few people that have uh, shared that about uh, about our place. We have uh, a listener, uh, Thomas, in West Islip, Long Island, New York. Uh, I have a friend named Thomas in West Islip. This is not him. Uh, Thomas in West Islip, New York, wants to know, uh, other than 
your missing limb, what was the greatest hurdle that you had to overcome in the realm of martial arts? Um, not sound cliche, but it was my pride. Um, my, my pride would hinder me uh, in performing to the best of my ability. That's uh, interesting because most people, possibly even most Christians, might think even if they recognize pride as a sin, uh, that it would be an enhancement to what you do. But you're saying right. that you're I, saying that I, it was a hindrance. Yes, for sure. I feel much more free when I am uh, more humble and less prideful, and when I am competing uh, to give God all the glory. Uh, I feel like I am able to compete freely and to the best of my ability. And then I'm not worried about winning or losing. I'm just worried about, or not worried. I'm just out there doing what God has given me the skills to do. Uh, and I think God has blessed me with a very unique skill set and even taken away a limb of mine. And so I think I, I reach a, 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 an audience uh, and can be an inspiration to others. And above, above all that, uh, point them to Christ. Now, perhaps you should uh, distinguish, uh, differentiate pride, which is sinful, from self-confidence in the gifts that God has given you, because those are two different things. Yeah, uh, I think recognizing uh, where your skill comes from. Yes, you have to work, and you have to work hard, um, but it isn't through just through my hard work that I have the skills that I have and I'm able to, to win uh, competitions. It is only because of God's grace to me that uh, I'm able to train hard and it's only uh, through God's grace that I'm able to perform as I do in the ring. Um, I think if you understand that uh, and that you are not the source of, of your skill um, but that uh, by the grace of God, you've been given these gifts and the ability to, and the health, that's the other thing, that the health. Uh, and, uh, you know, at any time I could get struck down with an injury and maybe never compete again. So God has really blessed me with uh, a healthy body, uh, a good mindset for the sport as well. And uh, I think you've always got to be looking upwards instead of horizontal. Um, and that helps. Arnie in Perry County, Pennsylvania, wants to know, I have heard that people who have specific disabilities, like a blind person or a deaf person, or it could be a multitude of other handicaps that that person needs to overcome in their daily activities, those things that are initially detrimental eventually begin to enhance and strengthen other areas of their life, even physically. Is this the case with you being a one-armed martial artist? Have you any advantages that you've developed that makes your fighting style perhaps a surprise to your opponent and giving you an advantage that they may never even dream you had? Yeah, I believe that that is completely correct um i think growing up with one hand made me uh more of a go-getter as i said earlier on in the interview it made me very strong-willed sometimes 
not the best of things, but it did make me very strong-willed. Uh, it made me persevere. It gave me a good character. And I think that that's what's helped me in my sport. And I'm able to train hard and I'm able to go out there and, and uh, give it everything I have because uh, uh, years and years of, you know, going through maybe some adversity has uh, really strengthened me in ways. So I think that's very, very true. Susan Margaret in Dauphin County, Pennsylvania, wants to know, have disabled people actually come to your gym to improve their health or even learn and excel in a sport such as martial arts because they've heard about your story? You know, I had someone ask me this question the other day, actually, and uh, I haven't had too many people with uh, disabilities come through the doors, surprising enough. Um, I thought maybe opening a gym, and I, I opened a gym with the idea that that would attract, you know, uh, some people with uh, different limitations. Um, but I haven't had too many people come through the doors uh, of my gym that do have those disabilities. Uh, I'm going to take a risk here. I won't mention the person's name, who's a friend of mine. Uh, I hope that I do not insult him in any way. Uh, I don't think he would be insulted by this question. <clears throat> but I have a friend who has gotten his son, one of his sons, involved in boxing. He actually has hired a professional boxing trainer. And this young man, who I believe is 10, I think, uh, is doing quite well. Uh, but sometimes his father laments that he thinks his son doesn't have the killer instinct that one needs uh, to be successful in boxing. And, of course, he doesn't mean that literally, uh, but he thinks his son is too kind and gracious and loving. And by the way, this person uh, is not uh, a, a member of a of evangelical church. He is in the process of searching. He's on a journey. He's not there yet. So I'm not saying that this is a bona fide, repentant believer in Christ. Uh, but um, I have told him that uh, that he should not, as a, if he if he wants to honor God, and he wants his son to honor God, the last thing he should want is a killer instinct in his son's mind and heart, and that that would not be an essential element to being a success in uh, boxing. I have uh, seen documentaries on uh, professional boxers, and of course there are some that brag about having such a killer instinct, and there are some that are very humble men who never had nor wanted that and yet achieved great success in the ring. What's your opinion about that whole concept of the alleged need for a killer instinct? Yeah, I agree with you on that, what you said there. Um, that you don't need a, a killer instinct. You do need a certain mindset. You do have to have a, a certain competitive edge to you, uh, like in any high-level sport, but particularly in a combat sport where you are going toe-to-toe -to -toe with, another, with another person. If you don't have some sort of mental edge, you, uh, you may get seriously hurt, uh, and it might not be the sport for you. But to say killer instinct... Uh, 
I don't know if that's necessarily correct. And I, I could give like two examples uh, off the top of my head, and I, I'll give very, very, very famous uh, examples here. Uh, and maybe people would disagree with me, but uh, that's fine. You've got Mike Tyson, who everybody would say had a killer instinct, not the nicest person either, um, and made it to the very top of his sport. But you also have Muhammad Ali, who uh, never... He came across as a very, very game fighter, and he was one of the greatest of all time to ever do it. Uh, but you would never categorize uh, Muhammad Ali as being uh, a, a killer or having a, a killer instinct. In fact, he was seen to be quite gracious to, to many opponents when he could have done them serious damage and serious hurt. He actually laid off a little bit, um, and there's many occasions when he's done that. So I think that's a good example and of all, two people. And all of his bravado was presented in a comical way. You, Very nev- you never really, yeah. you never really believed he. Uh, well, let me backtrack. Except when he was going to fight Sonny Liston, which <laughs> which put him on the global map after he beat Sonny Liston. Uh, he's, he seemed to be quite nasty and aggressive in a genuine way then, but. After his career really launched, it just seemed to be about comedy, uh, maybe psyching out his opponent, but he never seemed to be ruthless yeah. in his demeanor. I'm sorry, and I interrupted a lot of, Yeah, for sure. A lot of mind tricks there, a lot, a lot of games that he'd play, and he was quite funny and comical, and lots of people would say very arrogant and proud, but uh, I think he was he, he was a, a pretty kind man as far as uh, in the boxing world goes and uh, there's two examples then of of the polar opposites right so you do not need to be an absolute killer to make it in the sport of boxing in fact uh this is a very tragic and sad case of irony uh perhaps you are aware even though you may be too young to remember this but you may just know it know it as a matter of historic record in the sport of boxing, but there was a famous and even now infamous match between Ray Boom Boom Mancini, a professional boxer who fought an Asian, a South Korean uh, boxer, Kim Duk-koo, and prior to the fight, uh, Mancini was behaving uh, much more like a gentleman and uh, a respectful individual. And it was Kim Duk-koo, his opponent, who was actually threatening, and it seemed believable and to be truthful on his part that he wanted to kill, physically kill, Ray Mancini. And tragically, the reverse happened. Ray Mancini accidentally, he did not intentionally do this, of course, but he wound up killing in the ring. Kim Daku. In fact, you could see a documentary on this. But there you have an example of someone who had no killer instinct, who uh, basically demonstrated a, a superior fighting skills than someone who was all about the killer instinct. Uh, yeah, is that, very attractive. Am I making is what I'm saying making sense there? Oh, yes, very much so, yeah, yeah, it's very tragic. And and he was broken, Uh, Boom Boom Mancini was broken after this. Yeah, And in fact, he had a uh, very moving encounter with the widow of Kim Daku, and I believe one of their children, after the death 
of Kim Duk-koo. Uh, and he was just, it, it really, for a while, crippled him mentally and emotionally that he had killed this man. And how do, in fact, how do, you, how do you respond to Christians who will say that even if there is any remote possibility of something like that happening in a sporting arena such as martial arts, that you shouldn't be a part of it? How do, how do you respond to that? And, and how do you feel about boxing being a different form of, of sport? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I've done boxing training uh, for many years uh, and I've been around boxers uh, and it is a, a very different sport um, because of the sheer amount of uh, of damage that you can take to the head or that you will take. It's inevitable, really. Um, so I think it's, uh, it is a different sport to the sport I'm in, even though I, I do some training and some sparring in, in, in that sport. It's uh, It's quite different. There is a lot more... Uh, head trauma so you do have to be careful but uh today it's extremely unlikely that someone would die in the ring because of the the sheer amount of uh medicals and uh there's a lot of a lot of paperwork and uh there's commissions behind every sanctioned event so if you're fighting on a, a sanctioned fight card um there are an extensive amount of uh, doctors medical assessments that you have to go through and CT scans and MRIs and, uh, and physical examinations just to be cleared to fight now. So uh, it's very unlikely that you would end up killing someone in the ring. Yeah. In, fa- in, yeah, in fact, uh, Kim Duk-koo tragically perished in the ring in 1982. So that was quite right. a while ago. Right. Uh, we, we have to go to our final break right now. Oh, and by the way, I just want, before I forget, our listener in Findlay, Ohio, Cindy, again chimed in by suggesting that George Foreman was a uh, world-class boxer who did not demonstrate a killer instinct. Nice. Good boxing, good boxing knowledge, Cindy. <laughs> And I can't remember. I mean, eventually he became a very lovable, uh, humble, gracious man. But I can't remember what his behavior was like before he fought uh, Muhammad Ali and lost to Ali. I, I just remember him being very quiet, uh, unlike his later demeanor. But he was always uh, had the demeanor of humility and humor after later on in his life. Uh, and then came up with a great George Foreman grill as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe was the oldest heavyweight in history to win a championship. But we have to go to our final break right now. If you do have questions, please send them to chrisarnson at gmail.com and send them quickly because we are rapidly running out of time. chrisarnson at gmail.com. Give us your first name at least. You're a city and state and your country residents will be right back after these messages, so please don't go away. James White of Alpha Mega Ministries here. I'm very excited to announce that my longtime friend Chris Arnson of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. And I are heading down to Atlanta, Georgia again for the G3 National Conference. That's Thursday, September 21st through Saturday the 23rd on a theme that I've been preaching, teaching, writing about, and defending in live public debates for most of my life, the sovereignty of God. 
I'll be joined on the speaking roster by Steve Lawson, Vody Balcom, Paul Washer, Virgil Walker, Scott Aniel, and Josh Bice, founder of G3 Ministries. And there's more great news. Chris Arns and Environ Sharpens Iron Radio can get you a 30% discount off the registration fee. Go to g3min.org, that's g3min.org, and enter promo code G3ISIR. That's G3ISIR for the 30% discount. Chris Arns and I look forward to seeing you all Thursday, September 21st through Saturday the 23rd for the G3 National Conference in Atlanta, Georgia, on the sovereignty of God. Make sure you stop by the Iron Sharpens Iron radio exhibitor booth and say hi to Chris Arnzen while you're there. Go to g3min.org and enter promo code G3ISIR for your 30% discount off the registration fee. President of the SecureCom Group and an enthusiastic supporter of Chris Arnzen's Iron Sharpens Iron radio program. The SecureCom Group provides the highest level of security, closed-circuit television, access control, and communication systems for Manhattan's top residential buildings, as well as churches, commercial properties, municipalities, and more. We custom install exactly what you need to protect yourself, including digital recording, off-site viewing, and connectivity from most smart devices. From simple code-activated systems to the latest technology using facial recognition, the SecureCom Group has it. We also provide the latest in intercom and IP telephone systems. In addition, we provide superior networking platforms. We'll create, maintain, and secure your local network. Whether it's a Wi-Fi or hardwire network, we'll implement the latest secured firewall, endpoint solutions, and cloud backup. I would love to have the honor and privilege of helping protect the lives and property of Iron Sharpens Iron radio listeners and their associates. For more details on how the SecureCom Group may be of service to you with the very latest in security innovations, call 718-353-3355. That's 718-353-3355. Or visit securecomgroup.com. That's securecomgroup.com. This is Brian McLaughlin of the SecureCom Group, joining Chris Arnzen's family of advertisers to keep Iron Sharpens Iron Radio on the air. Puritan Reformed is a Bible-believing, kingdom-building, devil-fighting church. We are devoted to upholding the apostolic doctrine and practice preserved in Scripture alone. Puritan Reformed teaches men to rule and lead as image-bearing prophets, priests, and kings. We teach families to worship together as families. Puritan is committed to teaching the whole counsel of God so that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of God as the waters cover the sea. We sing the Psalms, teach the law, proclaim the gospel, make disciples, maintain discipline, and exalt Christ. This is Pastor David Reese of Puritan Reformed in Phoenix, Arizona. Join us 
in the glorious cause of advancing Christ's crown and covenant over the kings of the earth. Puritan Reformed Church. Believe. Build. Fight. PuritanPHX.com The Prince of Preachers, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, once said, Growing a beard is a habit most natural, scriptural, manly, and beneficial. Grace and peace to all the Iron Sharpens Iron listeners. This is Tony with TheStandardBeardCare.com. That's right, TheStandardBeardCare.com is a Christ-exalting, better-known and simple name in beard care. So if you have a beard, know a guy with a beard, or ladies, if you're married to a man with a beard, head over to TheStandardBeardCare.com. Check out the vast array of all-natural, handcrafted products to make that beard scriptural, manly, and beneficial. And when you do so, you will help to support Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. When you use the promo code IRON at checkout, you will receive free shipping to anywhere in the lower 48, and 10% of your donations will go back to Chris Arnson and Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. So head over to the standardbeardcare.com where the standard is the standard. near retirement or thinking about retiring, you probably have questions. How do you make your savings last? How much should you take out and when? You're ready for retirement, but are your finances? Art Amundsen and Edward Jones Financial Advisor can help you build a strategy to help make sure your finances keep up with your long-term needs. Do what it takes to get there. Now it's time to make the most of retirement. Visit edwardjones.com. That's edwardjones.com or call 717-258-4688, 717-258-4688. We here at Iron Sharpens Iron Radio are forever grateful for the generous financial support of Art Amundsen, Edward Jones Financial Advisor in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Call 717-258-4688 today. If you love Iron Sharpens Iron Radio, one of the best ways you can help keep the show on the air is by supporting our advertisers. One such faithful advertiser who really believes in what Chris Arnton is doing is Daniel P. Patafuco, serious injury lawyer and Christian apologist. Dan is the president and founder of the Historical Bible Society. Their mission to foster belief in the credibility of Scripture as the written Word of God. They go to various churches, schools, and institutions to publicly display a rare collection of biblical texts, along with a fascinating presentation by Mr. Butterfuco demonstrating the reliability of Scripture. To advance the cause of the Gospel, they created a beautiful, perfect facsimile of the genealogy of Jesus Christ from the original engravings contained in a first edition 1611 King James Bible. This 17th century hand-engraved chart shows the family tree of Jesus Christ going back to Adam and Eve. This book is complete with gorgeous full-size illustrations of Noah's Ark and the Tower of Babel and an explanation of why the genealogy of Jesus is so important for his claims to the throne of the universe. Originals of this work are in museums and nobody has ever made it accessible to the public 
in a large book form before. You can have your own copy of this 44-page genealogy book for a donation of $35 or more. Visit historicalbiblesociety.org. That's historicalbiblesociety.org. Thanks for helping to keep Iron Sharpens Iron Radio on the air. Getting a driver's license, running a cash register, flipping burgers, passing sixth grade. Do you know what they all have in common? They all require training, assessments, and certifications. But do you know what requires no training at all? Becoming a parent. My name is A.M. Brewster. I'm the president of Truth Love Parent and host of its award-winning podcast. I've been a biblical family counselor since the early 2000s. And what I've discovered is that the majority of Christian parents have never been biblically equipped to do the work of the ministry in their homes. That's why Truth Love Parent exists. We serve God by equipping dads and moms to be the ambassador parents God called and created them to be. We produce free parenting resources, train church leaders, and offer biblical counseling so that the next generation of dads and moms can use the scriptures to parent their children for life and godliness. Please visit us at truthloveparent.com. When Iron Sharpens Iron Radio first launched in 2005, the publishers of the New American Standard Bible were among my very first sponsors. It gives me joy knowing that many scholars and pastors in the Iron Sharpens Iron Radio audience have been sticking with or switching to the NASB. I'm author Gary DeMar, president of American Vision, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Dan Lebenick of West Hills Baptist Church in Huntington Station, New York, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Justin Peters of Justin Peters Ministries, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Reverend Buzz Taylor, author of God's Lawson, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Dr. William Webster, pastor of Grace Bible Church in Battleground, Washington, founder of the ministry Christian Resources, The NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Ryan Galan of Central Islip Community Church in Central Islip, New York. And the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Brandon Smith of Trinity Reformed Baptist Church in Jackson, Georgia. And the NASB is my Bible of choice. Here's a great way for your church to help keep Iron Sharpens Iron Radio on the air. Pastors, are your pew Bibles tattered and falling apart? Consider restocking your pews with the NASB. And tell the publishers you heard about them from Chris Arnzen on Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. Go to nasbible.com. That's nasbible.com to place your order. Welcome back. Jake Peacock, I'd like you to summarize what you most want etched in the hearts and minds of our listeners before we go off the air today. Um, well, I think if I could say one thing, it would be from 1 Corinthians 10, uh, 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God, uh, whether that's, you know, your office job, whether that's being a husband, a mother, uh, being a, a, a child, a son, a daughter um, in martial arts or whatever sport you play, uh, do all to the glory of God. Praise God, and I want to make sure that everybody knows if they would like to visit this gym, Dunamis Martial Arts, 
uh, in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Uh, the website is dunamismartialarts.com uh, or dunamis, D-U-N-A-M-I-S, martialarts.com. Thank you so much, uh, Jake, for being an extraordinary uh, guest today. Uh, I also urge our listeners to look up the interview I conducted with his father, Gavin Peacock, a former UK footballer, a.k.a. soccer player, uh, who is a pastor in Calgary. Uh, Just uh, type in Peacock into the Iron Sharpens Iron Radio search engine, and that will be the only uh, interview that comes up. I've never interviewed anybody else by that name. Uh, other than the eventual adding of Jake's interview, which should be available very shortly. I hope everybody has a blessed, a joyful, a safe and healthy and Christ-honoring weekend and Lord's Day. And I hope you all always remember for the rest of your lives that Jesus Christ is a far greater Savior than you are a sinner.